It's that time again. It's time for the VCB Podcast with your hosts, Jason Smith and Ronaldo Villarreal. Episode number one for 2024. It's a late start to a new beginning, just the way Ray and I planned it. <laughs> All right, man, let's go ahead and get the new year started. VCB Podcast 2024, year four of the podcast. Super excited. But before we can get things going, we got to bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Ronaldo Villarreal. What's up, right? How's it going, Jason? Hey, uh, there's something different. Yeah. Uh, well, well, for those that are for for our low vision, vision folks, folks. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be able to see this on our YouTube page. Actually, you should be able to watch it on Spotify as well. If you're one of our Spotify followers, we appreciate you. In fact, to all of our followers, please hit every subscribe button, follow button, like button. And please find a way to reach out and comment. Yeah, we, we're, we're seeing you guys. We see you see those followers. We're seeing those likes and we're seeing those even those Victor readers. We're seeing your yes. devices listening to the podcast. So thank you very much. And uh, like Jason said, Happy New Year's. In fact, to our Victor reader listeners, that is so amazing. That is yes. one way to take something that we teach here and use it for uh, for something so uh, I mean, I, I want to give a shout out to to Carmelo, I believe her name was. Also, John Batista. They they know how to make somebody feel really good uh, about talking about the podcast every time they hear my voice when I walk up. They yes. recognize the voice. They told me thank you. So to you two that have reached out and, and let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Well, I just let you know that you guys are impacting me as well. So thank you. Yes, thank you as well for me. Um, before we get started, we have an awesome show today. We're recognizing Braille Month. So we have a guest that's going to be coming on and joining us that uh, is one of our Braille instructors. So we're excited to interview her today. But we have to get through our our local, our, our norm, which is to let you know that, yes, all of our groups are still meeting monthly. You could follow them on myvcb.org. That's myvcb.org. It's our webpage. The calendar is there. You can also reach out to Matt at 559-222-4227. Whoa, hold I think on. I messed that up. Let me, let me help there. <laughs> you can reach Matt at 559-222-4447. Yes, Very I did that on purpose to see if <laughs> he, he would come in and nail it. See, he's trying to test me this year. It was I, called the New Year Test. And yeah, passed. right. There you go. And then, the, the, yeah. the, Did I sell it? Did we, okay, yeah, we got it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that was scripted. <laughs> it was scripted. Yeah, of course. Um, but yes, yeah, so if you want coffee with Alvin, our young adult group, game night, it's all still taking place. Just make sure you check the calendar on myvcb.org. Ray, what's new in your new year? Um, you know what? There, there's just a lot of wonderful things going on with with us, you know, at the agency and, and workforce development. But, you know, uh, one of the biggest things I want to shout out this year and, and continue to help outreach and market, uh, you know, educate, excuse me, there's the there word, you go. Um, is our DEP line, our disability equity providers line. So we want to continue to share um, those resources that our, our wonderful DEP team has been working hard in the last year. Uh, we did an, a, a report and, and it looks pretty good. People are calling in and we want to continue to that, that uh, service to uh, for our community. So if you're needing support, 
um, or you know anyone that's looking for some um, support or needs some resources or, or just have a question, you can call our DEP line at 866-468-9115. That is 866-468-9115. So I, I, I want to make this statement. I know what you've been doing on the new year. <laughs> What's that? You've been memorizing phone numbers. <laughs> Uh, I, I, there's a lot of things I've been trying to memorize. I'm telling you that. <laughs> just, I think that was just, the first time in the history of this podcast that you nailed both. Hey, you know, new year, new me. <laughs> what is that commercial? New year, new you feel fabletic. <laughs> Something like that. There, I, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> As for me, it's, it's standard, man. We're just, we're just here. The office is open. So if you need services, please contact Linda. You can call her right here at the office at 559, right? 222-4447. Keeping them on his toes this there year is go. my mission. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> As for Linda, she will get you set up to speak to one of our case managers and get you assessed, get you your eyes uh, covered in our low vision clinic, who's ran by the lovely Kathy. Mm -hmm. So we are up and running for the new year. So yeah. if you know anybody needs services. Yeah. And and I believe this this podcast is coming out um, in a couple uh, this week as well. So if you haven't been aware, there is a Braille challenge this year. So yes. yeah. In, in the Braille challenge. So if you want to sign up for the Braille challenge, you can also reach out to Matt by calling 559-222-4447. There okay. All right. Go. <laughs> I, think, I think you're passing. We're I think still he's going at it. Yeah, we're still good. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just reach out to Matt and make sure that you get all the information. It's going to be for people who are the age of kindergarten to 12th grade, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. In a lot of different categories. So you don't have to be super efficient at Braille to get into the challenge. Yes. So just make sure, you know, they'll, you know, you'll be able to pick a category and compete. So yep. it'll be really, really, really fun. I think without further ado, we want to get to our guest. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to let's, let's go. Let's go. This, this yeah. what was my thing? Was a, I'm I'm hyped. I'm I'm oh, hyped. I'm, I'm hyped. hyped. <laughs> that was my word. What what 2022? I don't even remember. It now. was like probably probably early 2022. Yeah. 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 So I'm hyped. I'm, it's Braille Literacy Month, and we have you know a wonderful guest to uh, talk about what Braille means to them. So Jason, right. take it away. Yes. Okay. We would like to kindly and excitedly introduce you to Veronica, one of our Braille instructors out of the Bakersfield office. Veronica, how are you? Good. Thank you very much for having me. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing wonderful. We thank you for joining us today because uh, it's Braille Literacy Month, and Braille is one of those lost arts, I like to say, and you keep it alive. And I, I would like to start off by just asking you to share with the audience what Braille means to you. Oh, my goodness. Um, I can talk about Braille all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Braille, to me, it's uh, independence. Um, it's... Um, being able to be successful at my job. Mm. Um, I do use Braille from time to time on the job. Um, and I just can't imagine not knowing Braille. I just, it, I just can't. It's, it's equivalent to uh, a sighted person not being able to read. Mm -hmm. I just, I just can't imagine that. Right, right. No, I, I I hear you, and you know we got so excited, you know, in 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 bringing you in, Veronica, that um, 
we forgot to you know, skip a little bit. Veronica, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, about, you know, when did you start learning Braille or your, your visual impairment as well, if that's okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am totally blind. Uh, I've been blind since birth. Uh, I was born a preemie uh, and my eyes were damaged um, as a result, just to make a long story short. And I started learning Braille when I was five. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I am an avid, I'm an avid Braille reader. I was like in kindergarten when I learned Wow. Now I got to get my son started because he's yeah. almost in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the same with me. Well, I was born with, you know, uh, I think I shared with um, the, the audience and Ron, I was born with retinitis pigmentosis. So it's a condition, you know, that as you age, it, it it's affects. Progressive. Yeah, it's progressive. It, it, it gets worse as you age. And one of the things that they really, when I was diagnosed, I was, I was think I was six or seven years old. And in one, that was the first thing they asked, you know, let's, let's get you trained on Braille. And I can remember, you know, learning Braille in, in elementary school and getting my first Perkins Brailler and, um, you know, getting that uh, cards. Well, it's like cardstock paper, yeah, you know, a little thicker, the, the little thicker Braille paper and, and understanding how to put that in the Braille typewriter and um, you learning, um, you know, just, the braille code you know <laughs> the braille yeah. code there you go so is it I, just me or um the you were talking about the perkins braille writer i'm sorry but it just no, made me good. think of this when i was when i was little i used to say oh my gosh this is so heavy and now oh, yes. and now it's not so, so heavy light. now it's like no big deal <laughs> yeah I, I think it's just like as his little kids you know gaining that muscle but yeah i yeah i can remember just pulling that <laughs> out from underneath my desk and putting it on my desk and uh, i remember one time when one of my tvi's uh teachers of visually impaired gave me one of those uh foam inserts at the bottom that helps dampen the sound oh, of yeah. <laughs> i don't know if you've uh, yes. had an experience with that yes um i have i i did use one of those um although in my case i don't think it helped very much because i still thought it was loud <laughs> yeah so, so yeah i think that was for me too i had a a uh a, 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 another student uh, that was learning braille as well and you know i don't know if you were in school with another individual that was uh, visually impaired or learning braille uh, same same grade level as you uh, veronica but we would do spelling be or spelling be spelling tests and we wouldn't have both of our perkins brailers together and we would just try to type out our spelling words and eventually our teacher was like you guys are becoming too much of a distraction and we're yeah. not to the sound <laughs> but just how fast we were trying to race each other they, right. they, had, they actually they had to put us in our uh send us to our tvis uh, speed and efficiency right yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know how the efficiency, you know, how accurate I was with the, the actual spelling, but I know I was trying to, you know, do it as fast as I could. <laughs> Probably were trying to do it as fast as you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, the, some wonderful stories about the, you know, just Braille in general. Um, yeah. So, but sorry, I took it away a little bit. No, too, no, no, it's, no, it's quite <laughs> all right. You guys are having a wonderful conversation. So you grew up totally blind. Um, how, how was your experience in school uh, as far as how much you used your Braille versus, because I mean, I'm, I don't want to age you, I don't know, but versus audio, did they have a lot of audio described devices for you back then or was it primarily Braille? Um, it was primarily Braille for me. Um, I was actually fortunate fortunate to go to a school that um, I, I got really lucky. My my mom knew enough to know that 
uh, Braille was a skill that I needed. Mm -hmm. So I think that she really did her homework um, and like really did her her research because the the school I went to, like they, that was one thing that was like their main focus was for me to um, to learn Braille. So I've always had Braille in school. Um, I had my my books. I mean. I didn't get them on time a lot, but they were in Braille. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I did have, um, and this is going to age me, but um, I we did have cassette tapes. I know. Oh yeah, there you go. That like, definitely what are those? You. I remember those. I still <laughs> yes. the talking book library cassette tapes, and yes, yeah, I remember those. So I, I did have those, but um, most of the time, um, most of the time, I, I had Braille. Mm, so yeah. I was very lucky in that in that sense. Were you the one that had to carry your volumes every like because they oh make multiple goodness. copies? They they only made you one <laughs> copy in volumes of textbooks or books in general in Braille or. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can remember oh when goodness. the Harry Potter series came out and how many like the Braille library at when I was going to school I was lucky enough to go to a school that had general ed and 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 um, TVI integrated together and they had a a braille library just for us uh, students with visual impairment nice and to go check out the harry potter series you, mm -hmm. you're checking out volumes at a time you know because yeah. they're they're just i I, don't I hope they had a big enough bookcase for that because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like it's like how many books per bookcase maybe three oh. or four yes Goodness. yeah <laughs> they're about yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I can it takes up it. a lot of room. Braille does. I have a curious question since we're talking about Braille in school. Mm -hmm. um, when you guys graduated, this would be a question for both of you, I guess. Yeah. Did they give your diploma in Braille? Oh, that would have been sweet, actually. That been cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, I did not. But I had a teacher that actually um, she brailled my diploma and she also brailled my um, my high school yearbook. Oh, wow. oh, that is awesome. She wrote the whole yearbook, like all the yes. students' names and everything. Uh -huh. All the students' names, what they wrote. Yes. Shout yeah. out. Shout out to the <laughs> one who did that. Not yes. only does it work, but man, that is amazing. Yeah. That is great for you. That I is awesome. I still have that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what a, a great idea. No, definitely. That's a wonderful, uh, wonderful thought, you know, from that and that teacher, you know, just to take that time to do that because that's mm -hmm. a very, very important part of our lives. You know, yeah. so anytime you talk about um, where you went to school, everyone defaults to the high school. If you ever ask people, it's like, oh, where'd you go to school? They always talk about the high school. Because it really is the one that we remember and it seems to matter most to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's when we do all of our growing up. Well, maybe not all of it, but, but the, the <laughs> real, it, the right? real, yeah, the most of it, yeah. <laughs> Things get real. Yeah, life gets yeah. real. There. Uh -huh, exactly, exactly. Um, so, Veronica, what? Um, so, you, you're our our our, our current Braille instructor. Um, what is your like devices that you like to share, or how do you you know introduce people into Braille and get them interested into? Um, wanting to learn Braille because, you know, we have technology now, like you said, we had cassette mm. players and now we have digital players and we have screen AI. readers and yeah. voiceovers, all yeah. the list mm. can go on. And yeah. so right. what, what, what is your way or how do you approach people when they're, they say, I want, I'm interested in Braille, but I'm not sure about it. What? Well, uh, I just start explaining all the different ways that Braille is used. Um, of course, you know, reading and writing, playing games. Mm -hmm. um, I'll show them. I have a um, set of Uno cards, so I'll show that yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, I will show them my 
Braille display. I have an Orbit Reader 20 Plus, and then I also have the Braille Sense. Um, so I will show those to them. Um, I just let them get their hands on on as many tools as you know as I can. Yeah. Um, just show them all kinds of things. Braille their names out for them so they can um, have that with them. Um, that I love that part because, um, one of, one of the students I have, he was so excited at like, just to be able to see all the, the tools that you could use. But when I showed him his name, oh my goodness, like he was just so, so happy to, to see it. And, um, I think, um, there's something about when a person sees their, especially their name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Written out like I feel like they're like, oh, okay, I, I can, I, I can, I can do this, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. Yeah, because they it relates to them, you know, on a personal it's level. Name. It's my name. Right. These are the characters of my name, mm -hmm. and I think that's how we 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 do. We did a, a small presentation to a a group of uh, uh, Girl Scouts here yeah. recently, and that's one of the things that uh, Tom Randall, uh, one of our other instructors here at the agency, he, what he did is he brought out the the girls' names and. They were super happy to go home with those mm -hmm. those um, you know index cards with their bra their braille name on it. So, I yeah I can I can understand that. And I actually I think that's what they taught me when I was first learning braille myself as well. It's like hey here's the letters of the alphabets, but also here's your name mm -hmm. to help that's you what I learned. encourage yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. yeah, I could see too. Like for the first time, experience that for the first time, whether or not you were born blind or you're losing your sight in, in learning braille in an older age the reality sets in that I still am who I am, You're right? Because right. mm -hmm. it, it's real. I could feel it. It's there. Yeah. People can see it. This is my name. Yeah. yeah. So that, I might have, and also like, you know, they may think I might have to do things differently, but I, I can still, I can still do it. It's like that, that yeah. matters, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Great. Um, so, I mean, tell us about the Uno cards. I have some experience with the Braille Uno cards and I find it to be, an extraordinary way for people to learn not only their colors, but uh, their numbers. How, how often do you use the UNO cards? Um, well, I, I've, I haven't been able to use it uh, in a teaching setting just yet. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I do use it at home. Like with, with my son, we'll, we'll play. Yeah. yeah. That's um, even all, like, having that ability just to even have, you know, playing with our, your son, you know, your yeah. son or family mm -hmm. members. And it, like, it's so cool because Braille to him, like it's, he's so used to it. You know, yeah. he doesn't even, you know, give it a second thought and he wants to learn too as a result. So, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a career in that, by the way, right. I mean, oh, for, yeah. for translation and, and keeping yes. Braille alive. So if you can mm -hmm. continue to have that spark in him, that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agree. Yeah. Even like what I mean, I, I tell people too, it's like, why should, why do we learn Braille if we can just read it off of JAWS or our, our phone? It's like, Yes, but Braille has adapted as well. You know, Braille is like you um, you said, Veronica, you have it on your, your Orbit for, uh, 20. You know, it, there's Braille displays now mm -hmm. where you can, yeah, instead of having a, uh, like 18 volumes of a Harry Potter book, you can have it on one device now. 
It's but you unref- could even use Braille with your technology, your phone. You could yeah. pair the mm-hmm. device to your phone. I can read my text messages in Braille. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the key word there is read. Right? Right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Reading, you know, that's it's, it's, it makes it more normal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Really much so. And, and how, how we can't always depend on technology. Uh, I was here last yes. week. Funny story. <laughs> like, internet yes. goes out. Yeah. Then what? Right. Uh-huh. Well, if you can't access that information. So if there was something that you could tell somebody, Veronica, why they should learn Braille versus relying on voiceover, JAWS, uh, all those the AI and all those sorts of things, what would you tell somebody to encourage them? Hey, this is why this is important. One, it's the only system that I know that puts us on equal footing with our sighted peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that's that's a big and um, to just what we were talking about. Um, we can't always rely on our, on our tech. Yes, our technology is great, but like you said, if the power goes out, what do we do? Yeah. How are we going to write down something? Um, you know, it could be a number. It could be, I don't know, instructions to something, notes. How are you going to do that without, you know, without power? Correct. Yeah. Even to the point, you know, Braille helps us <laughs> helps us find us uh, our, our our in an elevator, finding the correct oh level goodness, to go yes. to. <laughs> helping yeah. us find our classrooms, yeah. you know, finding the numbers to our classroom, helping us. Even it's funny too; people don't understand that there, there's Braille on on ATM machines and helps us operate those devices because yeah. there's Braille on it. We can read it. We'd understand where the enter key is or where the, what the steps are to use the Braille the, the, or use the ATM machine because. It's on there. People always it's say, on there. Yeah. shout yeah. out to Why our, our fellow there? VIPs who's ever gotten on an elevator that does not have Braille and you've gone oh to every floor God. to find out. Oh, where yes. You're at. <laughs> oh, it, is, it is so annoying when I go to an mm-hmm. elevator that doesn't have Braille anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, no one's around. You're just waiting for someone else to jump on and be like, where am I? You know what somebody yes. recently taught me that I didn't know about um, elevators and Braille is when you uh, when the doors open directly to the right mm-hmm. is the the level outside of the door i never knew that oh, so wow. the, there's there should be an ada uh uh number like a the the you know the plaque yeah. with mm-hmm. the floor level on there and it's in bro i never knew that i always I had to ask that. people uh-huh. i always had to go out and like oh is this level three or whatever and they're like yeah but when i was at a convention just this um october uh they were like oh you just put your hand out in the right there's of the door outside of the door. You got to be careful because you want that door to close on you. But right. the, there, it tells you what level you're on in Braille. Oh, wow, that's so, something new for me. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so oh that wow. Was, that Braille was, that note right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's good information right there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, tell another fun story. Is how did you find Valley Center for the Blind, Veronica? Um. I actually, um, it was my counselor at the time, my rehab counselor. Um, I was, uh, I'm a mom. I have a 10-year-old, and my son was like, I want to say he was like three or four at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I was honestly just looking for something to do because I was, uh, honestly, I was like really lonely. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom, and that, that gets to be lonely at times. Um, I really didn't have like a lot of friends. Um, I was just getting into getting involved with the blind community again. Mm -hmm. I was just getting to talk to blind parents like me. 
Um, and I think I called her for something one day and she, she mentioned, um, Valley Center for the Blind and what started to tell me about the, the classes, mm-hmm. um, and, um, asked me if I was interested and, um, I told her that I was, and, and, um, I started taking classes. Yeah. Um, I learned, um, outlook first because that was the one thing i wanted to learn first um and then um yeah and the rest they say is history (laughs) (laughs) little thing on that too is like i remember veronica coming to the agency in kern at the time because it was the time me and alvin were going every week down to kern Mm -hmm. um and we were you guys we were, were my kind of, instructors exactly yes i mm-hmm. remember this yep i remember veronica coming into mm-hmm. it at the time it was at a a, a, a building called or a, a, uh yeah a facility called the, the two towers uh, two towers know, twin uh, towers uh, twin yeah. towers yeah. yeah yep down in, in kern and me and uh alvin would travel on amtrak and we would stay to at a hotel nearby and our, we would just see clients there at, in a shared office space and, and and we would have to work our schedules out to be like okay my clients coming at nine okay i got a client at, at 11 so you know who's taking the space right now and you know shuffling things around yeah and uh yeah just veronica came you know and she was working with alvin there and, and a little bit with me and just learning teaching technology out there and now look at her now she's yeah. our braille instructor right and, and I, I love the full circle story um so, so what inspired you, Veronica, to teach Braille? Um, I think I, it was something I, I always thought of, um, but I just didn't have the right tools to do it, mm-hmm. how to go about it. Right. Um, also, meeting the right people, making connections, mm-hmm. um, and... Um, and I don't know, I always wanted to do something um, in the capacity of helping others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I guess you, you could say that. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you Just this help, too. helping others. So. Yes, paint it forward is what I like to say. <laughs> yes. Here, here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint something to you guys as well. Uh, and then, we'll, you know, we're getting, I know we're getting close on time. Um, I was uh, messaging Veronica to ask her if she would be, you know, interested in um, joining us on our podcast. And I, yeah. I, you know, I've communicated with Veronica, you know, period uh, throughout the years here at the agency. But the last Teams message I, I had from Veronica, and I don't know if you know this, Veronica, was the message to me because you were on our, one of our other call center contracts, and she's like, "Hey, Ray, I'm reaching out to you because I want to let you know that I, I." I got offered an opportunity to be the Braille instructor at the agency. Oh, yes, I remember that. (laughs) And that was the last teen's message I had. (laughs) And that was in 2022? 22, yes. Yeah, December, Uh in December. Was it 2022 or? No, it was just. Uh, it was because it was GFL that we were working yeah, on last. And that's that I was. Yes. She was helping me out yeah. in 2020, 2022. It was. I, I saw it was December seventh. So I even remember the date now too. So mm-hmm. it, that was the time you reached out and said, "Hey, I can't help you anymore here because I'm gonna go be a braille instructor because this that's is awesome. what I want to do." And I was like, "Good for you." <laughs> I remember so that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so. That is so great. All right, so we ask this to every guest that we have. Okay. If there was one thing that you could let somebody know right now, and it doesn't necessarily have to be for Braille. I know this this episode's about Braille, but if there's anything that you could say to somebody to encourage them, 
motivate them, inspire them to come to Valley Center for the Blind and get into our programs, what would that be? I think I would say, um, I would say to do it. Um, yes, you're going to feel uh, overwhelmed a little because it's it's a, it's something new, but uh, everyone is very uh, caring, and uh, everyone cares about the clients. It's very person-centered, and you're going to receive a lot of hope. Mm. And nice, mm -hmm. and a lot of um, support, and you're going to feel like everything's going to be okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Veronica, thank you so much for being able to join us today. Uh, we really appreciate you and the work that you've been doing. And we look forward to you changing lives one lesson at a time. Thank you very much. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap up episode number one of the VCB podcast for 2024. Ray, any final thoughts before we roll out of here? I'm just excited for this year, and I hope that you guys are as well and continue to join us uh, every time we, we put things out there. And we're hoping to continue to put more things out there. And uh, like Veronica said, you know, uh, please just just do it. Just come come learn about what we have to offer, because I promise you, you know, you'll, you'll get something out of it. And we want to thank you all for all your support. Remember, you can head over to the YouTube channel, Valley Center for the Blind. This will be a video podcast, first one of 2024. And make sure that you're following the page there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere, Facebook. Next month will be uh, Macular Degeneration Month, and we have another wonderful special guest. So you're going to want to be locked in and stay tuned. All right. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other.